Hello and welcome to the Howling Monkey Reads the Comics. Today is Sunday, August 9, 2020. Uh, let's take a look and see what's happening in the funnies together, shall we? Well, I hope everyone is having a lovely summer week. I know we're in strange times, but you know, we're still we're still trying to move on here. Uh, my co-host M is here. M, how you doing? Uh, good. What's the, anything new in your life this week? Did you, did you get a new pet? Yeah. What'd you get? A fish. And, and what is its name? Alexander Hamilton. Alexander Hamilton? Yes. <laughs> okay. So you're, big, you're a big fan of Hamilton, I guess. Yep. Yeah. How many times have you watched it? Uh, uh, 23. 20, 20, you've watched Hamilton 23 times? Yes. That seems like a lot. <laughs> I guess you're not going to give up, you're not going to give up your shot at watching it 25 <laughs> times, are you? Nope. All right. Okay, enough of that. Uh, let's uh, let's see what's happening in the comedy, the comedies, let the comedies. That's what I'm calling them now. <laughs> we're gonna read the we're yes. gonna read the yes. Sunday comedies, which is a better name for that. <laughs> yes, yes, it's very good. Okay, we're gonna read the Sunday comics and see what's going on. We're gonna start with our old pal Garfield. Um, today, Garfield starts off with just a picture of Garfield stuck to the inside of a car window. No, 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 his tail is stuck in the door, so he's stuck on the window. I I don't get this. Well, he, he okay. okay. Wait, this is, he has something on his feet. This is very meta because he's got like little suction cups on his feet. Um, wait, wait and are th- yeah, okay, sure, he does. And so he's stuck to the window because that's the kind of thing that like when Garfield was super popular, you would see people like Garfield stuck in their windows, um, their car windows. But this is like actual Garfield stuck in the car window because he is he has become the very merchandising that is about him it's uh it is it is a commentary on the circle of life uh and so on and so forth wait where does other animals and then the circle of life happen in this (laughs) well i'm just saying that i mean the garfield the character has became garfield like the the marketing item and now it's come full circle so that now Garfield is the yes but it's not the circle of life the circle of life involves animals not cars well well, okay well like the Hakuna Matata then or whatever I don't I don't know man all right anyway that that's not that even doesn't has nothing Hakuna Matata is what happens with the food chain well, okay. Uh, I'm not sure that's what the song was about, but okay. No, no, it isn't. It's not about the food chain. You don't have a warthog talking about getting eaten by a puma or whatever. All right. By a timon. Puma's the warthog. No, 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 no I mean, you're right. I, I was thinking of the animal puma, but it, I, it's confusing because the name of the... Anyway, meerkats and warthogs are not friends in real life. There, spoiled that for you. All right, our first... In, in the comic here, uh, Odie is asleep, and we know he's asleep because he's got a what's he got there? A, a Z, uh, like I, I don't know. He's saying he's, he's just saying Z. Z, which in comic in the comics that always means sleeping, and he's dreaming that he's got a giant bone, and he's very happy because he has a giant bone because dogs love bones. And he eats it, then yep. spins with it, and yep. then just looks at it. Yep, and, and then, then and then his Z explodes over his head which what does that probably mean it means he's awake he wakes up and then and he's sad and then he sees a tiny bone (laughs) and he's happy because you can tell he's happy because he's wagging his tail and there's a heart coming out of his head and a lot of things come out of heads in comics they do (laughs) they do and i i guess the joke here is that um he was dreaming of a bone and when he woke up he he had a bone 
that's why that, and i don't know why that's supposedly funny but but it's uh and why are you laughing yeah because i'm trying to figure out so he's got like he's dreaming about a giant bone and he wakes up and he has a he has a little bone and i guess the the the, the lesson here is you know dream big I, but be happy with what you've got or something like i will that. not learn a life lesson <laughs> i understand I understand. That's fair. Well, Garfield's trying to teach you one, and there there you go. Our next comic of the day is Jimmy Johnson's Arlo and Janice. In, in this episode... Um, uh, Why did you... Uh, okay. Jan... Hold on. Jan, <laughs> Janice is folding laundry, and then she she's folding like a very tiny piece of fabric. You can tell what that I, is. I, I know. We all can tell what it is, but I, I don't want to ruin it and then she folds another one and and arlo is coming in and like looking at her like what are, what are you doing and he points out she points she holds it up and goes they're masks and he's like ah and the joke is that um people have masks now because of the coronavirus <laughs> so she's washing them and folding them and and, and Arlo is astounded by this because he doesn't do the laundry, I guess, is the... Or maybe he thinks they're, they're, they're tiny pieces of clothing, and but they're just masks, or... Um, I thought masks were tiny pieces of clothing. That's true, but maybe maybe he thought that... I don't know what he thought. <laughs> or there, I mean, there's no expression on his face. He's just sitting there looking at it, and she goes, it's their mask, and he's like, ah. No, seriously, where is his mouth? Uh, well, it's it's there. You can see it in the last panel. They don't have mouths, except like in very rare circumstances. I know. So that's the joke: is that uh, Janice was doing laundry and Arlo didn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Our next comic of the day is BC by Mastroy Yanni and Hart. Um, in this episode, uh, okay, you know they always have a little pre-joke okay. on Sunday with the ants. They're living in an ant hill, which is what that is. So one of the ants says to the other aunt, how is it that none of us have heard of Instagram? Wait, wait, wait. I'm, I'm sorry. I need to just stop right here. Internet hasn't been invented yet. That's right. It's BC. There's no internet in in BC. I, what but, is wrong with this? So, Comment. yeah, it's, it's all over the map here, but... Uh, I, yeah, because well, it's weird because though like the cavemen occasionally correspond with people who clearly are from modern times, so I don't understand the, the I don't understand it. And how do ant how do the ants talk? I don't know why I'm now just asking this question, but how do they talk? Well, let's just assume they're not really talking. We're just seeing what they're communicating, and and you know, but they're and not like how how are we only hearing that there are two ants in this colony? Well, there may be more. It's just the two are talking. I mean, I, you know, I think you're, you may be like. Ants oh. are supposed to be working, not talking. Maybe they get the day off. It's, no, you know, no, it's a, it's a, no, they don't. I think it's, I think you, you are cruel to ants if you do not let them have a day off. We're always yeah. cruel to ants. We, we step on them every like five seconds. <laughs> uh, well, not on purpose, I, <laughs> I know, right? Don't go around stomping on ants. <laughs> Especially if it's fire ants, because fire ants will they'll, they'll bite you and it'll be bad. So don't go stomping on any fire ants, okay? All right. Anyway, so the ants, whether they're, they're supposed to be working or not, so one of them says to the other one, "How come none of us have never heard of Instagram?" And then another ant says, "Because we live under a rock." The joke, the joke there is that there's an expression, you know, you know, I know that I don't live under a rock, but in this case, they're ants. 
And they literally... But do we live in a different universe li- that's smaller than any other universe in the world? Excuse me, what? <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> My goodness. Uh, somebody, Somebody's already been going to college, apparently. All right. Uh, okay, so that's it. They, 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 they live under... And you know what? I'm not even... Okay, I'm going to go through this. The real joke, quote joke of it this time is that one of the... Ca- the redhead invented the wheel, but they don't like it. Well, yeah, basically a wheel flies over one of the caveman's heads and lands on the ocean. And he goes and talks to the other caveman who's sitting outside his cave, which has a sign that says inventions. And uh, he goes, hey, what was that all about? And uh, the other guy goes, the guy who works at the invention cave says, I feel like I peaked with that thing joke is that uh the wheel is a great invention and he doesn't feel he'll ever do better than than that so there you go that's the problem with people who accomplish things young is that they uh they don't know you know what do you do where do you where do you go from there like you go to the moon what's next you know that's why a lot of astronauts get depressed all right our next comic of the day is greg evans's luann in this episode uh luann's parents are sitting on the couch and uh, they're watching the news, and it's the, the news guy or gal says, "Be part of our community together." News team got a breaking news story. Give us a call. Luann walks behind them and says, "What is she saying?" I made my bed. Oh, okay. First of all, uh, so I she, made my bed, and then you can see her mom or whatever. I yeah, think that's her mom. Yeah. Um. Just uh. Did 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 did. But I mean, texting like, right? Yeah. But um, or calling somebody on the phone. That uh, do you get it? That means she it's a great it's a breaking story, some big news. It's big news that Luann made her own bed, so so mom's gonna call the news and call that in, and hopefully it'll be on the 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 news that night. Is the joke there because Luann often doesn't do her. I don't understand the timeline in Luann because like her brother has grown up and gotten married and and so on and so forth. But Luann appears to have just be like still stuck in the same time frame she was always in, like just being no, lazy no, no. and not doing so what she's supposed to do. This is what you have to know. Unless in very certain comics or episodes, cartoons or comics, never age. That's true. The characters never age. There's unless, an exception, unless, a few exceptions. Okay, I, this is probably now like, like a funky line. winker bean. Wait, did you just say? Funky Winker Bean. He, they, they aged in that one. Like he's, okay. he's now, if we go to Funky Winker Bean, which we're not doing. <laughs> uh, like He's like a middle-aged dude now, and when he first started, he was in college. So, uh, there you go. Okay, okay, but, I mean, like, back to the reference of Lion King. Um, <laughs> I mean, What's with you and Lion King today? Well, let's just say this is a Lion King episode now. But, um... <laughs> um there's like it time like in that in one of the songs Akuna Matata, which we were referencing earlier. We did. It's a good callback. <laughs> yep. Um, uh, one of the Simba ages. So like that one, but he ages, but he never ages from then again. It's well, weird. They never age again. Well, that's because it's a movie, and they only show certain. T- I don't. I'm not going to explain to you Who how. Cares. I, okay. Well, look, because it's part of the movie takes place during. Never mind. You you understand this. I'm not going to explain to you that movies don't always take yeah, place. I'm just long. trying to annoy you now. 
Good job. Good job. Our next comic of the day is Marmaduke by Brad Anderson. Oh, and I thought it was Marmalade. No, Marmalade is <laughs> Marmalade is a delicious <laughs> topping. This is Marmaduke, and he is a giant dog. In this episode, Marmaduke, and it's entitled Says Who, Marmaduke's uh, owner is cooking a hamburger on a grill, or and, and, and he says, ah, here you go, Marmaduke. Here's a nice bowl of barfo or barfu <laughs> for you. And a burger for me. And so the guy sits down. He's going to enjoy a burger. And then Marmaduke finishes his bowl and comes over. And so, and the guy goes, you you can't possibly be done already. But you're not getting any of my burger, Marmaduke. And then <laughs> describe what Marmaduke looks like here. <laughs> this is what he's doing. And this is what he looks like he's doing. He's hypnotizing. It does. He appears to be. But what is it? Look at it. Describe his eyes. I mean, like, so it's. Like, there's a big white space, and then a red, like, circle, white, black. Yeah, it's like his uh, his eyes have gone evil red, <laughs> and there's, like, waves shooting out of his eyes towards Marmaduke's <laughs> owner, who says, Urk. Urk. U-R-K. Urk. That's what everybody says in comics. And, and, no, who, no, okay. And, <laughs> and then, like, in the last panel, Marmaduke's owner is slumped in a chair with spirals for eyes and uh, a couple kids come in and go hey what's the matter with your dad and uh, the other kid goes ah he probably told Marmaduke he couldn't do something again and the joke here is appears to be that Marmaduke has the power whoa, to whoa, hypnotize whoa, people wait, and wait, steal wait, their burgers wait, 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 wait. Wait, did he? Did Marmaduke go to a hypnotizing school? Yeah, Marmaduke. Or a evil villain school. I think Marmaduke is just an evil mesmer. He mesmerizer. He he uh, he has the capability of doing that, but he uses his power judiciously and only when he wants to steal a hamburger. And that is, by the way, the most unappetizing looking hamburger I've ever seen. It, Ew, looks like it this, just looks like a blob of. It's like this scribbles. Yeah, it's like a black blob. <laughs> That's, of, of, it looks like a, it looks wait, like wait, I don't know what wait. it looks like. No wait, but wait. We need to put that drawing on our cover just to st- disgust the people who watch this. Uh, that, well, and that's if our goal, really, does. to disgust our viewers, our if listeners, as much as possible. Does watch this anyway. No one, no one does. Don't worry about it. This is just for us, as far as I can tell. Anyway, uh, that's that's Marmaduke, and at, at the end of Marmaduke, um, <laughs> there's always a doggone funny story no, that somebody no, sends this in. This one is not funny. Don't read it. Oh, well, I'm going to. I'm not going to read it out fully. Uh, this, this lady has a dog named Rosie who likes to watch her chew gum. Uh, in fact, the dog gets so excited when she stretches the gum that as soon as uh, the lady blows a bubble, the the dog would bite the bubble to pop it. That's Ew. the. That's uh, gross. That's that is <laughs> that's gross, man. Don't be playing with your dog <laughs> with gum. All right. And also, that's kind of dangerous. It's dangerous because that dog dog could bite you in your face. You don't want that. I'm talking about the dog that's dangerous. I mean, what if it got some gum? Well, (laughs) it'd probably be all right, but you don't want to feed your dog. Do not feed your dog's gum. That's a good safety tip. Our next comic of the day is Olivia James's Nancy. In this episode, Nancy's in an aquarium, and I like there's a, a puffer fish. That one of them fishes that puff up and are spiky. Uh, so I think that's a puffer fish. Yeah, yeah. And it looks like it has an ear, but that's a fish. <laughs> it's a weird looking <laughs> it fish. It does look like an ear. It's really weird. It's like a Vulcan puffer fish. And uh, she's going, hey, that fish has been following me around. It must sense that I am pure of heart or I, I have extreme beauty. 
And then we kind of cut, to, cut behind her, and we see that the pufferfish is covered by Nancy's giant head, and her hair is also spiky. Nancy's hair is spiky as well. So the fish, then we cut to another panel, and across the hall in the aquarium, it's one of them aquariums where like you got uh, fish on both sides of you, like glass walls and fish on yeah, both sides. Yeah, and in the well, I know you can see it. I'm telling. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. But yeah. so across the hall is a shark, and so what's happening? You see, is that the fish with the ear <laughs> is hiding behind Nancy's giant head, so that the shark doesn't see it because it's scared of the shark because in the sea the shark would eat it. That that's the joke. Wait, but the thing is, he can't get to the puffer fish. Well, I guess the puffer fish doesn't understand that because it's a puffer fish and not very bright. But so it's but well, it's smart actually, enough to hide behind actually, Nancy. Actually, it does have bright colors. Ah, <laughs> it is. It's yellow. That's good. Okay, so that's the joke. There is that a fish does not want to get eaten by a shark. All right. Our next comic of the day is Mel Lazarus's mama. In this episode. <laughs> Francis, the son, is on his knees like he looks like he's just been beaten up or something, but I don't think he has been. But he, I mean, or maybe it's because his mom is so short. Well, he, she is short, but she, he's like on his knees and he's got baggy eyes and he looks very upset and he, he, he looks like he just got like tossed out of a car or something. I, I don't know, know what's happening. Like, that expression doesn't change till the third panel. Uh, that's true, and and so Mama says, "Okay, I just wrote my will, and when it when I die, I will leave you a sum of money as a, as an expression of my deep abiding love for you." And he goes, "Oh, Mama dear," and then, and then she goes, "Oh, indeed, my everlasting love for you, Francis." And he goes, "Oh, Mama, hey, but about the money, can you give me a ballpark figure?" Wow. And the joke here is that Mama was trying to tell him how much she loves him. But he, being a horrible, like, slacker son, just wants to know how much money he's going to get from her when she dies. That's funny, right? No. Why not? Why isn't that funny? (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, why did you add this to the list of things? Because, because, well, because I think we need to explain just how horrible Mama's son is. Everybody in Mama's is, is terrible. Uh, the son, the mama, everybody's just awful. But in this I mean, case, the mama's probably actually has to be the nicest. I mean, well, yeah, but she's she's often kind of annoying. Yeah, so. but she's the nicest. Oh, uh, you well, know, okay, that's fair. So that's that's mama. Her next comic of the day is Ziggy by Tom Wilson and Tom Two. I guess that's Tom Wilson Jr. And Tom. And Tom Two. Tom Two. Wait, it oh, is. I thought Tom... you just read Ziggy where it says on the top. But well, it's Ziggy by Tom Wilson and Tom Two. It was right there. See? No, I meant Downer. I understand it. Down. Look, it's uh, it's just Ziggy. Fine. Ziggy is <laughs> Ziggy. walking his dog, and a bunch of birds are like standing around talking to him, and and they say, "Hey, they pulled down our all our statues. Do you mind if we take turns perching on your head?" The, the joke here is very complicated. Apparently, Ziggy is trying to weigh in on uh, recent issues of of people taking down statues from the civil from of, of civil war uh, people. The birds are upset that people have taken down statues 
And uh, the statues that have been taken down recently are um, Confederate statues from the Civil War. So Ziggy's getting a little political here. And I don't know. I mean, Ziggy used to be, I guess, political back in the 60s, I suppose. But now I'm not sure which side of the argument that Ziggy is on on the statue debate. But be that as it may. Wait, wait isn't Ziggy a kid? No, Ziggy's no Ziggy's not a kid. He's a he's a grown grown adult. Uh, he just doesn't have hair or shoes or pants. Apparently, honestly, uh, honestly, I kind of thought he was a kid. No, he he no, he's an adult. And uh, he's kind, of, and I mean, like, he's not wearing pants. Yeah, Ziggy, put on some pants. <laughs> That's I forget the well, forget whatever the joke was supposed to be here. The <laughs> the, the takeaway here is Ben Ziggy wear some pants. You idiot! You're wearing, you're walking your dog in a desolate field with no pants and no shoes, but you're wearing a shirt. So Ziggy, man, you this is upsetting. Stop it! Just stop it, Ziggy. Uh, Ziggy needs pants. All right, our next comic today is Mort Walker's Beetle Bailey. In this episode, um, the general is at a bar drinking and goes, hey, you make a good drink, Mac. And the bartender says, hey, thanks. And then he thinks to himself. And you can tell it's thinking because it's, it's, it's like kind of bubbly. Because it's eh, it's hard to mess up a scotch on the rocks. And all that means is the scotch on the rocks means you literally just pour scotch on some ice. Um, and then the bartender goes, hey, it's getting late. And he says, oh, don't worry. I have a designated driver. So I'll take one more for the road. So, so the bartender gives him a drink. And then... The final panel shows uh, the general with his driver. The driver's taking him home, but the general's wife is standing there mad. She's got her, she's got on her uh, house dress, her house robe, her fuzzy pink slippers, and she's got her arm, her hands on her hips. They're her arms akimbo, and uh, he goes, "Huh, I should have had one for the driveway." <laughs> the joke here is the the expression "I'll have one for the road" means one more drink. Okay. He needs one for the driveway because he's facing his angry wife who is sitting there waiting for him. You see? You get that? Wow. You think that's funny? No. No. Well, honestly, I don't think any of these comics are funny, so... What? Oh, they've been hilarious so far today. That that thing with uh, Ziggy and the statues, man, come on, I'm still laughing about that. No, 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 you aren't. (laughs) I'm looking at you right now. No, no, you aren't laughing. All right, all right. Our next comic of the day is Blondie by Dean Young and former Supreme Court Justice John Marshall. In this episode, Dagwood is upset. He's just gotten back from playing golf, and uh, he's like talking to himself. He's saying, ah, I can't believe that her beat me on that final hole by a lucky putt. Then he says, one miserable putt. And he, when, as he says it, he, he is propelled out of his chair <laughs> as if by, by hydraulics. And he's shot up so hard that the dog leaps to its feet. And then, then he flips in midair in the, in the chair. One lousy putt, he says. And he's flipping. Then he's on the ground, hitting the, hitting the floor, going, what is he saying? What is One he? wobbly, heartbreaking, dumb putt. And he's hitting the ground, like, wham, wham, wham. And he's hitting it so fast that in the picture, it appears as though he has three arms on his right side. <laughs> wait, wait, what? it looks like he has four arms together. Total of four arms, but he doesn't. That's just to demonstrate that he's banging the floor. And then he's clutching his heart as though he's about to have a heart attack. He's going, ah, woo Oh, my goodness. And then in the final panel, he's sitting back in the chair. And uh, Blondie comes back home from shopping because she's carrying a pink shopping bag and goes, oh, how was your golf outing today, dear? Uh, and uh, Dagwood goes, huh, let's just say I got plenty of exercise. 
And he's not referring to the actual golf, right? He's referring to... What's he referring to? To when he just did bang, bang. Leaping in the chair and flipping around. I mean, I don't even... This, this one where he's flipping, man. I don't even know how, how that... Did he, he do? I don't know how he does it. He is, that is a Olympic grade leaping, so... He could beat the medal, the gold medal champion with he, that. He could be. I think if they have if they have a couch gymnastics Olympics, <laughs> he would win. We need to send Dagwood to represent the USA. All right, our next comic today is six chicks. Uh, in the, in this episode, there's a guy, and I'll be honest, I've never read six chicks before, so I don't know if this is a regular or not. But there's a guy on on the front porch with a guitar, and he's a younger guy. Wait, wait, what comic is this? Six chicks. <laughs> wait, wait. When was the... Wait, have we ever done this? No, one? we've never done... I've never heard of this one before, but it's, here it is. I just pulled it up today. Six chicks. And chicks is spelled C-H-I-X, by the way. No, no, it isn't. It is. No. Yes, it is. C-H-I-X. <laughs> wow. Six chicks. Okay, so he's it's a guy on a porch singing to a girl, and he's singing, I'm a rambling man. Okay, and so we cut to the next panel... And now that that girl has a two babies, and he's a little older, so I guess they got married. And he's Wait, just, no, I'm pretty sure that's his daughter. No, no, I'm saying no, it's not. That's what I'm saying is that time has passed. Wow. So he's going to saying, "I'm a rambling man." See, there's a different car that shows he went from a yeah, okay. a car to a minivan. Wait, I just wait. What kind of upgrade is that? Well, well, it's just, that's what happens when you have more than one kid. Sometimes you end up with a minivan. Uh, I'm a rambling man, just got to wander. Then he's older still, down the road. And he has and, three kids this time. And they're older, right? They're old enough that they're playing basketball in the... Uh, I mean, one of them is, in, is like two, it looks well, like. Well, I don't know how old they are, but they're playing basketball in, in the driveway where the cars were. So I'm a rambling man, just got to wander down the road. And then the last panel, he's... They must have gone off to college. He's an old man. Uh, he doesn't have... You can tell because his hair is completely gone almost, except for some gray stuff shooting up. <laughs> and he's saying, I got to go. And he's he's singing to a girl who probably is his granddaughter. So the joke here is he's it's just that uh, he's singing... And, and all his uh, kids apparently have gone off to college. It's a whole cats in the cradle situation, I suppose. But he, uh, I, he, he's... I, I you guess, keep mentioning this in just random times today. Well, cats in the cradle and the silver spoon, man. Little boy blue and the man on the moon. It's sad, man. You, you'll understand when you get older. You'll understand when you get older. It's very sad. It's very, very sad. It's almost as sad as Puff the Magic Dragon is. You won't think, think Puff, Puff the Magic, the magic Dragon. See, you think it's delightful Puff now. You hit about 40, man. You're going to listen to that song. You'll start crying. Just trust me on this. It's uh, it's the most Why? devastating. he lost his little ducky. He lost, he, it's, he lost his childhood. That's the point, man. That's the point of Puff the Magic Dragon. It's, 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 yes, oh. He found he, his fantasy. He, you let, you let, you, you let, uh, gradually over time, life grinds you down and you lose the things that were magical to you as a child and it's upsetting and it's depressing and it's it's the weight of the world bearing down on you and gradually slowly just turning you into something you never thought you'd be but you don't have to worry about that for a while. You're fine. You're fine. You can you can wait, you're still fine. Wait, wait, wait. I have one question about that. Yeah. Did you just um pretty much Explain the apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> no, we all face our own apocalypse in life, and uh, 
Usually, you know, between 30 and 40. All right. So the joke the joke here is that he's singing a song throughout the years of how he's a rambling man. But the fact of the matter is, is that he's not going anywhere and he's just and just life is happening. And he but he's staying where, where he is. So he's not, in fact, a rambling man. All right. Our next comic of the day. Man, I'm depressed now. Thanks. <laughs> and I'm laughing so hard. Uh, I'll explain Cats in the Cradle to you later. You'll, you'll go. Uh, when are you coming home, Dad? I it won't. Uh, never mind. All right. Uh, our next, our next comic today is Slylock Fox. Oh, man, I hate Slylock. All right. I thought it's, this was your favorite. No, I used to like it, but now I got. I just get mad about it. Slylock Fox has a bunch of little things you do on it. It has like a mystery, a little. Uh, a little, you know, find out what's different in these pictures things. There's usually a thing, there's a thing where it tells you how to draw something. And uh, I, that's my favorite. That's your favorite. <laughs> and it's, wait a minute. Wait, 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 no, it's not there. There's not one this no. week. Oh my gosh, there is not a draw a thing this week. So Instead, there's a true or It's a true false, or false. Well, I, well, let's go ahead and, wait, let's go ahead and get into the, we, True or false? Octopuses. And we had this argument yesterday. Is it octopuses or octopi? No, no, and it's octopuses. I it's, knew it. You're right. No, yes. you're right. You were right. It is octopuses. That is the preferred term in the United States is octopuses. <laughs> I always thought it was octopi. You but, are Latin now. Uh, you speak Latin. Yeah, it's Latin. You know, poella est agricola and galia proinquia, <laughs> uh, which means the girl is a farmer in the province of Gaul. So that comes up a lot. Uh, you need to know that. Okay, so octopuses can change their color to match their surroundings. Is that true or false? Uh, yes. That's true. true. You're true. right. Yes. Do stingrays eat seaweed? True or false? No, true, false. It is false. It's, it's not only is it false, it explains to us that stingrays eat clams, shrimp, and mussels. Uh, okay, sharks can have 3,000 teeth. Yes. Yes, and dolphins sleep with one eye open. That's right. And this is illustrated to the side here with a picture of all these creatures, including an octopus with a bottle of rum. Because <laughs> octop- Wait, no, it's a bottle it's, with, with like something in it. It's, Maybe no, an anglerfish with the no, angle no, coming no, no, out? No, no, that's, that's a, that is an octopus flat out getting drunk at the bottom of the sea, which is dangerous. <laughs> but he's smiling and there's a submarine yeah, in front of him. Of course him. he's smiling. He's drunk. He's happy. <laughs> and, and he's like, oh, that's a submarine. I'm an octopus. <laughs> Cuckoo-ca-choo. I know that's the walrus, but I'm an octopus, and I don't want to sing Octopus's Garden. It's a Ringo song. All right. <sighs> Sorry. Going back now to, to the mystery of the day. In this episode, okay, Slylock Fox and a mouse are busting into an examination room where there's a patient uh, who, which They're is... here to investigate your patient. Yeah, this is, which seems to be a violation of, of HIPAA laws, of the <laughs> yes. beat, but to allow detective foxes to wander into Wait, into did they break down the door or just open it? Well, let's find out. <laughs> After Carla Kangaroo's physical examination, the doctor left the room for an emergency phone call. When she returned, the doctor is this cat, when she returned, she noticed that a silver bookend was missing. Carla insisted she didn't steal it. How was Slylock Fox going to gather evidence without a search that a suggested that the kangaroo was silver. hiding it in her pouch? A silver what? Bookend. Like the thing that holds books. Uh, so basically, here's the setup. Is that a doctor is examining a patient and notices a bookend is missing. So immediately, 
While she's still examining her patient, <laughs> she calls in a detective fox and mouse. Wait, which the is mouse is com- only wearing shorts. Yeah. And a hat. And a bowler hat. I don't, yeah, so. I don't count that. That's not so, close. Just take it off. So, this doctor has a lot of issues as far as I'm concerned because they should not. you should not be bringing investigators in during an examination hold on okay so hold on no i have two suggestions of how to do this what okay um um so one they can uh because oh oh wait are you giving the solution a possible solution yeah okay no hold on hold on don't don't give your solution yet because we need to give the audience a minute to think so how is slylock fox going to determine that the kangaroo put the bookend in her pouch without actually searching her Let's give them a minute. Taking a minute now, okay? Okay, Thank you. That is not the music. Yeah, that is not that is not mystery music. (laughs) You can hear the mystery music going on now, and that is nothing, nothing (laughs) like it. Yes, I can tell. All right, all right, all right. That's enough time. They they've hopefully figured out what is. Have you figured out what is your solution to the mystery? I have two. All right. So one, uh, doesn't silver and metal, uh, you know. Come up on X-rays. <laughs> That's an excellent point. You could and you could X-ray, so that, yeah. Or uh, um, silver is kind of heavy, so they could weigh and see if she and see if it's the right if it's the one before or after. Wow. What? That's it. That's the actual solution. Oh my is gosh. <laughs> patients are weighed during their exam, so just weigh her again, and if. She weighs more. That means that she stuffed a silver bookend into her pouch. Case case closed. So there you go. So next time you're at the doctor's office and something goes missing, expect private investigators to come busting in to solve the case. And again, one of them the fox wearing a bunch of stuff, and one of them the mouse just wearing pants and a bowler. If a mouse with a pants and a bowler comes in, you know you're in trouble. That's like that's like you might as well hear the Law and Order thing. The dun 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 -dun. when that happens. Maybe you should play it. Dun dun. (laughs) We don't. We can't license it. We don't have the money. So so I just can go dun dun. (laughs) All right. Our next comic of the day is ah, it's the Family Circus. Uh, oh, I'm just excited by the family circus because uh, it means we can stop this joke. I mean, that is, that is a that is a yeah that 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 is the silver lining to the to the horrible cloud that is the family circus. All right, so in this episode, of, okay, all the kids are going into the woods, and for some reason, Dad is standing at the edge of the woods with with logs under his. <laughs> but he, and he's just standing wait, there. Wait, but he, he just isn't, you know. But he's not with them. So the kids are going in the woods. They, they're all got sticks. They're going, hey, we're going in the woods to look for wild animals. And they think they might see a, a tiger. A bear. A bear. And, and a gorilla. And a gorilla, <laughs> which are co- all common animals in the woods of the United States. Maybe the bear, but there are there are not many gorillas running, <laughs> running around in, in the woods. Out in, of the U.S., I don't know where they the, I don't know where the family circus lives, actually, but uh, I don't think it's. Wait, wait, wait. Where do they live? Now I'm curious. They live someplace that we never want to visit. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I don't know. So okay, so they think, hey, we're gonna go look for wild animals, and they've got their dogs with them. Their two dogs, Sam and Barfy. 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 I like yeah. that name. Yeah, it's a great name. <laughs> so they go into the woods, all excited, and then in the next panel. They're all fleeing in terror from the woods, all of them, including the animals, because and they're screaming, 
that Jeffy and Billy are both screaming, something moved. Ah. Oh, no. And that's how they're running. Oh, my gosh. You're in the woods, they're people. Running. And then, oh, look. What is it? And you can see in the corner there, it's a little bitty bunny rabbit. Aww. Which is not scary like a... <laughs> Like a tiger or Wait, a gorilla or a bear would be. But they're fleeing as if they are being chased by the Blair Witch coming out of the <laughs> woods. But they're not. It's just their Maybe kids. they're being uh, chased by And they're not even being chased. The yeah. thing's running away from them. It's a rabbit. Yeah. Hakuna and they're, Matata. They're, uh, <laughs> Hakuna Matata. Indeed. <laughs> Finally today, Andy Cap is drunk. This program is brought to you by Law Dog Productions, LLC. We're on the web at HowlingMonkeyRadio.com, where you can find our other shows and content. You can also learn about ways to support our efforts there. You can reach us through our email address, info at HowlingMonkeyRadio.com. Hey, 